Hello, and welcome to another veterinary team training podcast. My name is Amy Newfield, and I'm both the host and owner of Vet Team Training. Please check out all my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com. Today, I want to talk about green flags. And I know some of you are like, hold up, do you mean red flags? No, I'm talking about green flags. This is probably a relatively new term, and we hear it in people talking about dating. You know, online dating apps, we hear things like, oh, there's a lot of red flags. Or, you know what, I think I'm going to go on a date with him or her or they or them because of all the green flags. And I think that's probably a good term to bring into veterinary medicine. Let's focus on green flags. And this idea for this podcast came to me when someone much younger than me said, how do I know if the hospital that I'm applying to is great? How do I know if it's a unicorn hospital? What are the red flags I should be looking for? And I thought, oh, we're constantly looking for the negativity in everything. Instead, how about we look for the positivity? What are the green flags that really make a veterinary hospital excel? So I kind of wanted to throw some green flags out there and there's no data-driven studies. This is just my own opinion. And in fact, you may have some green flags that you look for in veterinary hospitals. But let's talk about the green flags that showcase a veterinary hospital as being spectacular, really being that unicorn hospital. I'm gonna start with the first one, which some of you may think is not that important, but I actually think it's really important, cleanliness. A green flag is when you walk into the hospital and it looks and feels clean. The first impression is very important, and that's not just true for the clients, the employees as well. They say, there's a saying, I don't know who they are, but there's a saying and it says something to the effect of cleanliness is next to godliness. Meaning that you, it is so good that, you know, even gods would want to be clean. I would agree with that. It feels better when we're in a clean environment. If you've ever taken the time to clean your house at the end, it feels rewarding and it's a better space to be in. And unfortunately, some of our veterinary hospitals I walk into and they're in, they're just in shambles. They smell bad and maybe the front looks okay because that's where the clients are. But in then when we get into the back, it's, it's fallen apart. There's holes in the floor. Um, you know, the treatment tables look gross. What does that say to the, to the employees and how does that make the employees feel? You know, to go and coincide with this, I'm going to talk about break room because I think that's a very un, uninviting space in a lot of hospitals. I laugh because I had this image. I was visiting a veterinary hospital and I said, Oh, I brought you some cookies. Where's your break room? I can go ahead and put the cookies on the table. And they showed me an area that there were actual freezers where they put their deceased pets. There were chairs in front of the freezers. On top of the freezer were some shelves and there was a microwave. And sitting next to the freezers was a small food fridge. And the food fridge contained human food. And I said, wait, no, this can't be your break room. And they said, it is. We eat off of the top of the freezers. And so right there, I'll say that's a red flag. Or I'm just going to call that out. I know we don't want to talk about negativity, but guys, if you're eating off of the freezers and you don't have a proper break room, red flag. Now, green flag is when you're interviewing for a hospital and they take you into an actual real break room. It's not a closet. It's not a hole in the wall. It's not a corner. It was purposely made there for an inviting space for employees to be able to decompress, to reduce their stress, and it's a calming environment. That's a green flag. So cleanliness is huge. 
cleanliness is really important because it's not just about the client's appearance and what they think about our hospital. It's actually going to play into our emotional center as we work in the veterinary hospital. I don't want to work in a dirty hospital. I know we work with fur and feathers and, you know, blood and poop and urine and all those things and vomit. I don't want to feel dirty every day. I want to leave thinking my hospital's beautiful. So we definitely want to make sure that one of the green flags we're looking for is a clean hospital. The next green flag is technology. We're in 2023. Maybe you're listening to this in 2024 or beyond. But what I do know is hospitals need to start embracing technology. And when you're looking at a hospital who unfortunately is still hand dipping radiology films, struggling with mounds and mounds of paperwork, which I call death by paperwork, because um, there's way faster processes. I, I've been in hospitals where I have watched people take hours out of their day locating and then re, reshuffling those records and then refiling those records and moving the records around and losing the records. It's like a hot mess. So uh, one of the green flags to me is when I see hospitals embracing technology. We really want to embrace the technology and that includes the medical equipment. At this point, everyone should be having ideally multi-parameter machines that monitor things like end-tidal CO2, pulse oximetry, ECG. All of this is really important. And what that tells you is we not just care about technology, but we care about the care that we give to our veterinary patients. So technology isn't about looking cool or just saying, hey, the green flag to the technology is, hey, I'm actually trying to improve not only my processes for my hospital and also the processes for the people that work in them, but also the care delivered to the veterinary patients that we see here at this hospital. Education is a huge green flag for me. That's a big win. When I go to interview for a veterinary hospital and they talk about their continuing education or an in-hospital education platform or the way that they want to educate not only their veterinary technicians and assistants, but also their veterinarian. And here's the biggest green flag. When they talk about education for their client service representatives, their front desk heroes, Woo, that is like, sign me up to that hospital. That hospital is definitely going to be a unicorn hospital. There's a lot of talk about education, but then a lot of lack of follow through. You can kind of get the inside scoop if you talk to the employees. Ask them what their continuing education budget is. How often do they get to use it? Is there any shaming in using their continuing education budget? Green flags to me are the employer talks about what they do for education and how proud they are of how educated the team is. Why is this important? This is important because this promotes a good workplace environment. Education keeps your passion and your motivation going. Education also, by the way, helps to make sure that you offer the best care. And when we offer the best care, it's a place we want to work at. So that automatically tells me a lot about what's going on with that hospital. As a veterinary technician, a huge green flag is technician utilization. I'm going to ask questions to this potential employer of mine. How do you use, utilize your technicians? And I'm not going to just ask that. I'm going to ask little questions that is going to draw the information out. I'm going to say things like, are your technicians the only ones who place IV catheters? Do your technicians do all your dental profies? Are your technicians the ones placing central lines? How about thoracocentesis? 
What about POCUS exams, which stands for point of care ultrasound exam? They're quick exams that technicians completely can do. Um, so are your technicians doing POCUS exams? Like they should be allowed to do those things. What about cystocentesis? Do you allow that? So I ask these tiny little questions. And if I hear things like, oh, well, you know, most of our veterinarians do all the cystocentesis or, you know, since if there's any extractions, our doctors are also the one to clean the teeth. That's red flags. But if they answer those questions appropriately, technician utilization, if they answer them correctly, that's a huge green flag. Sign me up. That's definitely going to be a great hospital. Here's a green flag that we don't talk enough about, diversity. When I walk into a hospital and I see people of all colors and sizes and sexes, and especially when I see on their name tags, gender specific pronouns where it says their name, but then says she, her, or they, or them, melts my heart. We care about the human being, but we also care about diversity, which is huge in our profession. And interestingly enough, I'm gonna make this call out. I started this profession, it was about 50% men and 50% women, and now it is very much 80% women and 20% men. Nothing melts my heart more than when I walk into a hospital and we start to get back to that maybe 60-40 or 50-50 diversity between men and women. And I love it. I love seeing transgender people working in our hospital. I want to see colors. I want to see colors, people. I do. That to me is a huge green flag that we are incorporating everyone and that we're really making sure that we have a nice diverse hospital. This is important because that relates to your clientele. It also helps with ideas and the progressiveness of the hospital. So this is an easy next green flag and an obvious one, but good pay and good benefits. I would even go far as saying great pay and great benefits. I want to know I feel valued and that they're paying a fair price for me as an employee. I don't want to feel like I'm going there because eh, I really... It's got all these other green flags, but they don't pay very well. That never feels good because when it gets tough, then unfortunately pay becomes the issue. It's fine if it's sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns, but every hospital goes through up and downs and you should always be compensated for your value. And unfortunately I've been screwed over time and time again, people screwed over. You have no idea. Um, so many times. I, and I'll call out the gender, gender inequality, unfortunately. Even though right now it's 80% woman field here in the United States, I can assure you women are not making what their male counterparts are, and I am living proof of that. Um, I have unfortunately taken roles where I have found out that men are making twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 more and then some than me in some of my roles. It hurts. So making sure that we're paying fair and equitable raises or uh, salaries is really key. Along with that, how do we find out? How do, what does that really look like? Your employer should have fair and justifiable ways of explaining to you how they pay the employees in their hospital. That's a green flag. When I ask open-ended questions such as, how do you give salaries to your employees? Do you give salaries annually or is there a process or how do you determine who gets a salary? And the employer says, oh, well, we have salary ranges and they're paired with our skill levels or we pay X amount, you know, for this skill level or X amount for that skill level. 
and they have a clear way of explaining to me how they pay people and also how they give raises, green flag, a green flag that. That is definitely a rare thing to see in our profession. For the most part, most veterinary hospitals just make shit up as they go along. They don't know exactly how they're paying people. This person then comes in from the outside, goes, I want X amount of dollars an hour, and they're so short-staffed, they go, sure, we'll pay that. And then other employees find out, wait a minute, you're paying that person how much? And then the employer goes, well, yeah, but they asked for it and you don't understand. We were so short staffed. You have to be fair in how you pay. And as someone looking at veterinary hospitals, this potential employer should be able to explain to you how they actually provide raises and how they determine salaries. If they can't explain that, yeah, that's a red flag. But the green flag to that is when they do explain it. That's a huge green flag. You should, you should marry that hospital right then and there. Benefits are another big driver. We wanna make sure that we're not only getting paid well, and we also wanna make sure that our benefits are taken care of. And some green flag benefits, let me tell you. First of all, paying for daycare in any sort of way, some sort of subsidy for daycare, green flag. Any sort of tuition reimbursement program, green flag. Any sort of um, you know, student loan forgiveness where they're helping you to pay your student loans, green flag. More than two weeks of PTO when you're starting, green flag. PTO time and, hold on, and sick time. You get vacation time and you get sick time. That's right, people. A place where you don't have to use your vacation time for when you get sick. Green flag. Here's another green flag for you. When your employer or potential employer says to you, we pay for your continuing education days. Here's how many continuing education days a year we pay for. Green flag, because too many employers, they just all in one lump sum. Your sick time, your CE, all of that's in your PTO. So if you wanna go on vacation, you better not get sick. You better not wanna use CE days because all of that's in your vacation time. Those are, those are red flags, that's what that is. Um, but your green flags, hands down, if they've got separate things for that, absolutely awesome awesome. They should have another green flag, some way to help you out with your pet's medical bills. There should be a clear plan, by the way. Every hospital should have one that clearly outlines, you know, for employees, you get 50% off of any services, or we help to pay for your pet insurance or something like that. That's a green flag as well. Those are really great and up and coming benefits. Some other up and coming benefits are things like health uh, clubs, uh, gym memberships, stuff like that. Online apps for mental health. Those are all green flags that say this employer cares about you as a person. It's not just about who you are at the veterinary hospital. They care about your mental well-being and your health outside of the hospital. And they're doing things to that to give you as a benefit. So all of those are really great green flags that I look for in terms of veterinary hospitals. The next green flag that is probably and arguably one of the biggest ones What's the team doing? This is huge, right? How do you figure out if it's a good culture? Well, one of the green flags is zero turnover. Now that's almost impossible. Every hospital has some level of turnover. Don't ask the potential boss. You need to ask the employees. You need to ask them, how come there's an opening? Did you have someone leave? Like how many people have left in the last month or two? You need to get that information out. And if people say, oh gosh, 
the person whose job that you just took over, they have been with us for 10 years and you know, they're moving out of state. It was just so sad. And that's how come the job opened up green flag. Now, if you're talking to the employees and they're like, oh, well, I mean, we've been interviewing constantly every month. We're looking for a new employee because people are leaving here left and right. Yeah, that's a red flag. That's that's probably bad. But you definitely want to find out what is the turnover. Probably stay away from that in the interview. Uh, but definitely see if you can get employees. And uh, listen, world of veterinary medicine is really small. So you can find out probably from the local vet community whether or not there's been really high turnover and what that looks like. Because that's definitely a green flag if they've not had a lot of turnover. That's huge in this day and age for their market. The other thing is green flag, whether or not they have good communication skills. Now, how do we know if a team has great communication skills and an overall healthy culture? It's hard to figure that out on an interview. In fact, it's almost impossible, but here are some of the green flags you wanna look for. People laughing. They should be laughing, they should be having fun. People eating food and sitting down around lunchtime. If you can, schedule an interview around lunchtime and go and make sure that people are in the break room, sitting down and enjoying their meal. Look for the team to be helpful with each other. Now, you see that through small acts of kindness that are common for them, but uncommon in other hospitals. You may see a doctor come over and help restrain a patient so that the technician can place an IV catheter. Yeah, if you see that, green flag. That's a huge green flag. You may see all of a sudden an animal, you know, vomit in a corner and without complaint, someone rushes over to clean it up. Green flag. You may see somebody walk by somebody else and say, oh, do you need help with that? Green flag. So all of those little side conversations, pay attention, really pay attention to what the team is doing. They're gonna be on their best behavior, but definitely look for those little helpful moments because that's gonna tell you about the overall culture of the hospital. And then certainly you can just ask, is there a lot of gossip and negativity? And they probably will lie to you, especially if they're a hugely negative hospital and they're desperate for help. But definitely look for how they interact with each other. Now, paid working interviews are okay, but non-paid working interviews are illegal in all 50 states and I believe in most other countries. So if you are asked to come in to do a working interview and that and you are not paid, that's a red flag. You need to be paid, so that's a green flag. So you definitely wanna make sure that if you are asked to do a working interview, you are paid for it. Otherwise, that's called free labor and that's illegal. So short, sweet, and simple, people. Very, very obvious. If they don't offer you any type of a working interview, which is fine because a lot of hospitals stay away from them due to liability reasons. They don't want to handle the process of paperwork and obviously getting you paid and that sort of thing, which is totally cool. Ask if you can come in and observe for at least like half a day. And again, observe in the like start around 10 or 11 in the morning, observe through lunchtime and leave around two or three in the afternoon. They should allow you to do that because one, it allows you to see the hospital, but it gives you enough of an insight to look for those, that cultural piece and look for those green flags in that actual hospital setting. Another big green flag that you do not even need to talk to anyone at the hospital is what are the Google and Yelp and Facebook reviews doing? Yep, you wanna definitely go online 
do a little bit of sneaky looking and see what clients think. This is a tell right there. When clients rate a hospital at 4.9 and they have over, you know, 200, 300, 400, 500 reviews, green flag, marry that hospital for sure. Um, that's, that's probably going to be a really good hospital. If clients like it, then it's probably an okay hospital to work at. If clients hate it, then there's probably something going on. So we definitely want to check that out. We also want to make sure that clients aren't saying things like lawsuits and I'm suing them and they've killed my pet. So read those reviews and get insight as to how the clients see that hospital. And one of my last takeaways for a green flag to look for is does the hospital have a well-being plan? This is unfortunately very rare in a lot of veterinary hospitals. And the CDC actually recommends that every place of employment have an actual well-being plan. And it's not just a well-being plan where we bring in a yoga instructor or we talk about our feelings. Nope. It is actually a well-being plan to make sure that we have good health insurance, that we are promoting healthiness within our workplace environment, that we have a, you know, an, a hospital that allows for psychological safety, which unfortunately is something that is rare in our veterinary hospitals. Psychological safety means I can give my opinion in a professional manner and I expect the same courteous in return. If I'm not psychologically safe, I shut down, I don't give my opinion, and unfortunately that's where gossip and negativity happens. So ask a current employer, do you have a well-being plan for your hospital? And if so, can I see it? A green flag is when they say, yes, we absolutely have a well-being plan. So happy you asked. Here it is. Oh my gosh. And you know the tagline, you should marry that hospital um, because that's a really huge green flag right there. They not only care about the, the hospital, but they care about the people. They have a document. It's a living, breathing document, and they're going to constantly, hopefully work to improve the well-being of those within that hospital. I hope that this green flag list helps you in your quest, whether you're looking for a brand new hospital or you're looking for your very first hospital. It's not easy because unfortunately, there's a lot of poop out there. There's a lot of red flag hospitals and we don't wanna work at those hospitals. They've got a lot of issues. There's red flags left and right. But instead, I want you to look for those green flag hospitals. Those are the ones you should most definitely say yes to when they offer you a job. And this list probably isn't complete, but this is what I was thinking of when I was thinking, so, when someone asked me, Amy, how do I know if I'm going to work at a great veterinary hospital? I'm so tired of saying yes to a hospital and finding out it's a disappointment. And I started thinking, why don't we start looking for the green flags before we say yes to a hospital, as opposed to realizing all the red flags once we're in. Thank you so much for what you do. Please check out all my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com and keep on being a unicorn. 